In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, today is the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. Today, it's very easy to know and to notice that if we have, all have, a common point is the fact that we were all born here on earth at a precise moment and when it will please to God, we will all return to the death of the earth when we will be called to a better life. That means we have to remember every day of our life that we are only here on earth for a short time. Not only we have a body that will stay here and go back to the dust, but our soul who is immortal lives forever and will be judged by the good Lord. This is our grave duty as a pilgrim, to remember that we only have a short time to live here on earth. And this pilgrimage is joyful, interesting, but also dangerous, also full of traps. During this pilgrimage, God gives us time to learn how to love him, to how to know him, how to love him, how to serve him. These are the three things we have to do during our pilgrimage in order to grow in holiness. Of course, at a certain time of our pilgrimage, we are full of force, full of energy, full of courage, full of good resolutions. But we must always expect some terrible trials on the way. And this is exactly what happened to our man in the Gospel. This man who was robbed, this man who was attacked and by people who took all his belongings and who left him half dead on the roadside. This man was supposed to die, actually. He was supposed to die if, unless at the last minute, God sent him some help. Help comes from God. These are, by the way, the first words of the introit today. Deus in adutorium meo mintende. O God, come to my head. We have to, of course, identify ourselves with this man who is a pilgrim who was attacked and who, without God's help, would have died on the side road. He was so full of force, full of perseverance, but like him, he has been struck by the original sin and his faculties were wounded. We also carry the stain, the stain of the original sin within our soul. We are also deprived from the sanctifying grace. We are also deprived from the gift of integrity. And since we live in this um, fallen state, uh, there is in our soul this deep stain, this deep mark of uh, sin. It is a moral stain which excludes us from the kingdom of heaven unless we are redeemed. So the pilgrims that we are, this common point that we all share, also goes with our wounds, also goes with all our weaknesses. 
It's, and we are all subject to ignorance. We are all inclined to evil. We are all weak in resisting temptations. This is why we have to be prudent during this pilgrimage full of traps. In the Gospel, not only this man is attacked, not only he's left half dead on the side road, but some people try to, to help him at the beginning. We hear about a priest, a priest of the Old Testament. We hear about a Levite, but they left him half dead. These are only signs, like reminders for us that the priests of the Old Testament were incapable of assuring the salvation of mankind. But then comes along the Samaritan, this very famous scene of the Gospel, the Samaritan, full of mercy, who goes over to him and who pours upon his wounds two important things, oil and wine. And then he takes him to the inn. This Samaritan, of course, is an important figure, a type of our Lord Jesus Christ, who heals us, who redeems us, and through whom we are saved, and then through whom we enjoy, we can then enjoy the beatific vision for all eternity. But the oil and wine are two important things. They are what we need as pilgrims to be healed. The oil in the Holy Scripture represents the symbol of charity. The oil represents charity in Holy Scripture, whereas wine represents the truth, the justice. And we do need these two things to, to be healed. We need them to be healed. And this is what happened in the sacrament. They are communicated on a hidden manner by our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, they are administrated by the Samaritan before he takes the, this man to the inn. It is a sign that we enter the church at the moment of baptism. We see that the true oil and the true wine, that is, again, real charity and truth, continue to flow in the one church of Christ by the sacrament. The sacrament saves us. The sacraments are our spiritual food. And with the sacrament we can be saved. Without the sacrament we just cannot be saved and we will die on the side road. There are the, the visible signs of a hidden reality producing grace in proportion to our cooperation. This is an important point. All the sacraments that we receive are fruitful, are powerful in themselves, but how they will grow, how they will bloom in a certain sense, depends on our personal cooperation, on how well disposed we are to receive them. And this is the grace that we can certainly ask this Sunday not to receive the sacraments on, in a routine sort of way, but always receive, receive the sacrament, mainly the sacraments of confession on a regular basis, with a good contrition, 
with the best possible dispositions and the Holy Eucharist with also the best disposition to be fed by our Lord Jesus Christ. These are the only means of keeping the life in, of grace in us, the only way of making the one and only treasure grow in our hearts. The month of August is placed under the protection of Our Lady, whom we celebrated at the Assumption of the 15th of August. And yesterday we had this beautiful feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Let us ask the Queen of Heaven to fill the vase of our heart with heavenly grace. Let us ask every day of our life her intercession to adorn our souls with the precious stones of her virtues so that each step we make on our earthly pilgrimage may merit a reward in the life hereafter. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.